You're listening to the Alpha Man Project with your host, Ted Rice. Would you like to be bigger, leaner, and stronger? Do you want to develop the confidence to go after what you want in life? Or how about becoming the man that women want to be with? It doesn't matter if you're a successful CEO or working 9 to 5. We're here once a week to empower you to reach your full potential so you can live life on your own terms. You deserve greatness. Now it's time to make it happen. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe to the podcast feed. Follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. Find it all at alphamanprojects.com. Now back to the show. I'm sure a lot of guys can relate to that. I can as well. I grew up playing video games too and uh, still enjoy them. But yeah, when it starts taking over your life, that's a sign that procrastination is really taking over. And like you said, it's going to manifest itself in kind of a juvenile way. And well, it's, uh, the, it's the inner child snatching back control of something to just make it feel good. Like it's basically what's happening is that part of you has realized the trajectory you're on is not going to lead to a reward. It's where it's like, dude, that jet ski you promised me, it's never coming, is it? And once it figures that out, it's like, I'm just gonna take whatever I can, whatever's closest and have fun with it. So for some people, it's like they're just watching Netflix after Netflix after Netflix and they can't bring themselves to do work because they don't have an Xbox, right? Because they sold it to get rid of the distraction. It'll just grab whatever you have. For some people, the most fun thing they have in their life is Facebook and they just can't get away from it. And it's the inner child just reaching for anything it can to feel good because it's so worried about what you're doing to your life. Yeah, you know, I've actually taken Facebook off my phone because it got to be a little bit of a problem. I mean, I was still doing a lot of the things that I needed to do, but I was just on it way too much. I was like, fuck, what's going on here? And, you know, I think we should talk about something that I've heard you bring up before is that we're kind of in a new age where we have all this cool stuff to take us away from all the things that we need to do. And my dad didn't have video games until, you know, until I was born much later on in his life when he was already a professional and they didn't have Facebook and they didn't have all these channels on TV and Netflix and on demand. And we're at a point in our society where it's like the people who become successful, like you mentioned, Peter, are the ones who can find that sweet spot between like, yeah, you know, I'm going to go see a movie or, hey, you know what? I've been working hard. I'm going to go play around. Maybe uh, maybe it is playing a little bit of Xbox, but then I'm going to come back. I'm going to get back to work. But so many people, their life is just being sucked away minutes or hours at a time from all these things. And it's not for you and I, it's kind of, it's playing video games. But, and like you mentioned, other people, it may be Netflix. But the thing that is important is it's not the particular way that procrastination rears its head. It's the fact that that is happening, right? And it's happening for most people. And most people can't get why, like they sit around and watch reality TV nonstop and their life kind of sucks. So damn, you know, like you said, you know, the guy sold his Xbox so he wouldn't have it, but now he's on Facebook. I mean, how much of that stuff have you found in your practice that is important? I mean, I know guys who shut down the internet when they have to be productive, when they're writing a book or doing a new project. What have you found that works really well for these high-performing people? 
Yeah, dude, this is a huge question. So we've spent this whole interview talking about play, and this is very much like a changing of tracks in a different direction, because as I said, we were studying all of the different things that make people get really dialed in, that help them eliminate distractions, that help them work harder and defeat procrastination and, you know, really use all of their potential to create results. And then we arrived at like, oh, maybe we've got to figure out this play thing so people don't burn out so that they can be productive and balanced. But what you're talking about is ultimately what the hell is going on? Why is it that not just this generation, but like this world right now, at least particularly in the English speaking first world, why is it that procrastination is just a rampage right now? And we think that we have some very good answers to that. And the good news is it's not nearly as much of your fault as you think it is, guys. Like if you've been beating yourself up and you're like, man, I suck. Why can't I do this stuff? Why can't I wake up and wake up productive and do what I'm supposed to do? Part of what's going on is that your brain is not prepared for the environment that it's finding itself in. For millions of years, all of our ancestors have been in a roughly unchanged world. Procrastination hasn't been able to exist in like the vast majority of human history. Like if we think about the real ancient, you know, the prehistoric man, they were fight or flight. These were our ancestors who were in a place where they were hunter gatherers. They were living in a world where their survival was constantly threatened. They were like asleep or searching for food or fighting for security or running away from something, basically. You know, that was all that there really was to do. And in that environment, procrastination simply couldn't exist. The brain didn't have to learn to cope with ways of fighting it. The agricultural revolution happened. People invented farming techniques. They figured out that if you put a fence around a couple of bulls and a couple of cows, they would make other more hamburger for you you than if you just went out and hunted one down. And in that environment, there's a hell of a lot of work to do. Suddenly you're like living in the seasonal world where if you don't do certain things by certain times, mother nature comes along in winter and just decimates your whole world and you starve and your family, it's all over. Again, procrastination didn't really exist in that environment. And that happened for thousands of years. Then just recently, like in the grand scheme of things, in like yesterday, when you look at the big picture, the industrial revolution happened, factories happened, jobs happened, people started moving to cities, working in plants, blue collar labor was invented. And again, in that environment, procrastination can't really exist because when you're a guy at a factory screwing caps on top of toothpaste tubes or something, you've got a quality control officer and a foreman breathing down your neck. If you mess up, you lose your job. The work is brought to you on a conveyor belt. You can't procrastinate because it just keeps coming. If you stop doing your job, it like piles up in front of you and the whole plant shuts down, right? So again, there's no procrastination. Then the technology revolution happened. And this for most of us was in our lifetimes. Like we're dealing now with a situation that even some of our parents didn't have to deal with. And definitely no one's grandparents had to deal with. And what's happened is that the whole knowledge economy has happened. Our definition of labor has shifted. The people who are winning now in life and in business are the people who are having great ideas and taking action on them, who are thinking up radical, creative, new, disruptive ways of doing things and then going out and making them happen. And that's true whether or not you're a Silicon Valley entrepreneur or whether or not you're just an employee at a Fortune 500 company. It doesn't matter. I guarantee that 99% of people listening to this are paid to have ideas and take action on them, whether they know it or are willing to admit it or not. 
And in this environment where there's all these distractions that technology has created for us, we're now in a place where we can show up to work on Monday morning and from 9 a.m. till noon, do nothing but hang out on Facebook. <laughs> and there's like a 50-50 chance that no one will notice and you will never get into any trouble. And that situation right there is what our brains are not prepared for. It's this huge opportunity. It's this massive double-edged sword. Those three hours on Monday morning, you could use to think up something no one's ever thought of before and take action on it and rocket your career to the next level. Or you could hang out on Facebook. And yeah. <laughs> our brains aren't ready to make that choice. Like we've just had no practice at it. For billions of years, our evolution has not prepared us for this challenge. And that's where we're at today. That's what's going on. That's why procrastination is an epidemic. Yeah, and that makes so much sense. Just what you're saying about people at work. I mean, I'm kind of in the position where I don't, when I'm working with a client, there's no procrastination. I'm there with them only if they leave for the bathroom or do something. And apart from me, do I have any downtime? So it's really in between clients. But I always wonder, like, these people on Facebook, like, I know they're not personal training too, right? I know they're at their jobs doing this. And it's just so social media in general, but definitely Facebook is really, I think for people in the kind of young adult 40s, 30s, 40s, or even 50s, that's where the action is happening. But anyway, guys, so now you know, it's not really your fault. You've been thrown in this world that has just constantly been evolving technologically while your brain has not evolved very much at all. And it's no. just set up to handle a much different environment, like you said, Peter. And I like how you say agriculture was the start of that because it's pretty obvious that was the changing point in our lives, going from that hunter-gatherer mode to like, hey, yeah, there's crops growing and the meat's right there. And uh, yeah, I got some time on my hands. You know, we're not being invaded. So let's get, I know we shifted gears a little bit and maybe put the play before the actual problem. But let's shift back now and let's get into some practical things that guys can do to start taking charge of their life so they're not on Facebook or playing video games like you and I would be, but they're also not working themselves to the bone and really just starving their inner child. Yeah, perfect. So that's such a great way of phrasing that question because, and that's exactly what we try and do over at Commit Action is that we want people when they're working to be ultra superhuman focused, super productive, super optimized so that one, they can create better results in their lives and businesses. And two, so that they can have more of that quality play. We want people to work hard and play hard. You know, like that's what we've kind of ultimately arrived at is the ultimate conclusion. That's how to live a quality life. So no longer are we the guys who are just ruthless about making you work, work, work and be ultra productive. It's like to a degree. And then, you know, it's time to switch off and engage the inner child and play. And we have a ton of strategies for that. That's what we're seeking to do. That's what the company is all about is the fact that, yeah, our brains aren't ready for this change. It's crazy what's happened in the world. You know, the fact that like a, one way of putting it, I was thinking of when you were talking there is the fact that we're now like every single one of us now has a machine in our pocket that can vomit the entire total understanding of human knowledge about everything ever 
into our minds at a moment's notice and that's just wikipedia right you know what i mean like it's like it's just crazy like how brain is dealing with right now you know these are things you probably no wonder your grandparents have trouble understanding how you use your iphone right because it's like if we just went back a couple more generations we would be like space aliens in terms of what we're dealing with what our brain is having to kind of cope with and filter so yeah, so that's why we need some coping strategies if we're going to be productive, if we're going to become indispensable in our careers, if we're going to be successful as entrepreneurs. We have to find ways to subvert procrastination, to win the battle against procrastination and not allow the rise in technology and distraction to defeat us. And it's totally doable and you just need to follow a couple of simple strategies. Now I could talk about these strategies for like eight hours so we've got a, a few minutes here to get into a few of them. So I'm wondering where to begin. I think that the first thing that we talk about at Commit Action, kind of our number one pillar of productivity, is the idea of specificity. And so this, this sounds lame. It's just the word specificity. But to make it sound sexy, how like psychology and neuroscience nerds call it implementation granularity, which uh, is our nerdy version of specificity. Basically, what it means is that there's a lot of people who lose, who have lost the race charging toward their goal before they've even laced up their shoes. Because the very way that they're setting their goals and thinking about their to-dos and their ambitions and the things that they want to have happen isn't dialed in to the right level of specificity that our brain, our unconscious mind can easily kind of grok it and make it happen. And so the first thing that we do at Commit Action is we start training people to think about that implementation granularity and what the right way of thinking about a goal is in order to really make sure that it gets done. You know, so we have like a lot of, here's an example. We have a lot of uh, people who are starting businesses working with us and they're, they're doing it alone in their basement. You know, this new, the new promise of the internet, you too can make money in your PJs right, on your right. laptop in your basement or whatever. And so again, the problem is with that, by the way, our brain is not ready for that, for that lack of all of the ingredients that made us, pro our grandfather's productive in the farms and our parents productive in the factory or whatever. It's all gone. Now it's just us and the distraction machine trying to build a business <laughs> online, right? Yeah. It's absolutely insane to even try, and yet it can be done. But the first thing that you have to do is start thinking in your, about your goals with the right level of specificity that actually works for you and makes your goals naturally easier to digest and start moving towards. So like a lot of our clients are kind of in the phase where they're like, I want to build a website. I want to get started with my first site that's you know for my business or whatever. Now that goal is incredibly vague. And when we chunk up that logical level of abstraction and start thinking about a big goal, like build a website, the unconscious mind immediately goes, what does that mean? There's like a hundred pieces to that. Oh my God, there's so much stuff that has to be done for that big thing to be checked off. And before you know it, you're totally overwhelmed. And then, and it's in that moment of overwhelm that we're naturally gonna seek something to make us feel good in the moment. That inner child's gonna be like, that sounds scary, let's do something fun. Facebook, yeah, Netflix, PlayStation, go to the fridge, put some sugar in you, do anything not to think about that big overwhelming goal, right? Like there's just so many things that we do. And so specificity is gonna be really important and it differs from goal to goal. You've gotta find like a sweet spot between too overwhelming and abstract, too big and abstract and too detailed and nitpicking that like it's frustrating to think about the thousand and one things you have to do to get your website built or whatever. So yeah, just to interject there, no would worries. an example be like, okay, well I gotta get my website 
website. And maybe this might go over the head of some of you who don't have websites, but just bear with me. It would be to get your domain name. That's an easy first step you could do. Right. Exactly. And so we have a question that we ask people and I want to give everybody this as a tool. And again, I promise that it wouldn't be sexy, but I swear to God, this is the most effective thing that you can ask yourself. If you build the habit of asking yourself this every morning about your biggest goals, it will change the game for you. You will get a jet ski and a model and a bottle of champagne or maybe even <laughs> a case. It'll be amazing. So this is the question. What can I do today entirely on my own? to move this project forward in some significant way? Question mark. That is so powerful in one question. So guys, ask yourself right now, what is your goal? You guys have all got a goal in life, right? And if you don't, that's probably where you need to start. But when you have your goal, what can you do today that will get you a little bit closer to that goal? What do you say, Peter? One thing you can do yeah, what can you today what can you do today entirely on your own? Entirely move, on your own. Yeah. yeah, that will move you closer toward your goal in some significant way. Yeah. So I was observing one of our coaches and just giving him some coaching of his own. Well, he was working with one of our clients the other day and we had this guy come in who was like, he was a salesperson. He had just started working. I think he was selling some kind of financial like investment vehicle and you know, he had his own business, but he was a sales guy. He had to grow it and he was like, dude, I just want your help. I just want to get productive. I want to make a quarter of a million dollars this year. And he was like, but I don't know how to do it and we want to buy a new house and that's what I need and I'm just freaking out, right? Total lack of specificity, sure. total overwhelm. Like this is this huge quarter of a million dollar goal and he couldn't even think about it. And so we started asking him that question and started drilling down and we kind of got to the point where like, well, I guess I need to make this many sales a month, like X number of sales. And then he was like, well, I guess that means I need to make an average of point something sales per day. And we really got down to what does he have to do? What could he do today that would affect that? And what we distilled it down to in terms of specificity was a singular target in terms of the number of cold calls the guy had to make on a daily basis to get to where he wanted to go. And it was something like, 10. And I was like, how long does a cold call? Uh, the coach was like, how long does the cold call take? And uh, he was like, oh, you know, five, 10 minutes or whatever. It's not wow. long. So we were like, okay, so to achieve your goal, you just need to do 10 cold calls every day for the rest of the year, like five days a week. And he's like, yep. Do you think you can do that? Yep. Does that sound overwhelming? Nope. Okay. Ready to go. Specificity. It changes the game. Yeah. So you start with that big goal that just is really crazy, overwhelming. Like, how do I even... Like, I can't even think about, there's so many steps along the way, I can't even think about it. I wanna go play video games. And then you start to reverse engineer that goal, going backwards into what you need to do. That's so awesome. That's what, someone sat down with me when I was building my personal training business. They're like, all right, how much money do you wanna make a year? Okay, how many hours per week? What do you charge per hour? How many hours per week do you need to do? to make that money and how many clients per day do you need to train? What do you need to do? It is such a good way of getting down, like to use your word, specific, which I like better than the uh, implementation granularity. Um, yeah, we say we let the nerds keep that one. We just like we like specificity. It's like, yeah, <laughs> what sounds better to you? Implementation, implementation, granularity, or specificity? Well, I like it because there's something called specific, the said principle in exercise, which is specific adaptations to implied demands, and kind of re is. Re even though it's a stress physiology concept, it's kind of relevant to what we're talking about because, you know, if you do those specific actions, these specific or no, 
not consequences, but these specific things will occur as a result. So that's cool. I like that one a lot. So actually, you know what? I, before I ask you about your next pillar, I have a question for you. Goal setting versus implementing like a habit. For example, your friend wanted to build, you know, or wanted to make a quarter of a million dollars. That's a goal. And I guess you could break it up into smaller pieces like you did. But what I heard you say was you had him develop a habit like, hey, 10 cold calls a day. That's a habit that you need to have daily to get to this ultimate goal. How do habits and implementing like some sort of uh, daily process, how do you deal with those? Which one's more important? Do they just are different parts, different sides to the same coin? Yeah, I think, I mean, when our coach was working with this guy, like we probably didn't use the word habit, like really what we're aiming to do with with specificity. And I'll talk about habits because they're a big part of productivity and what we do. But the thing about specificity as sort of an applied coaching technique is that it's really just giving somebody something to focus on that's right in front of them, that's bite-sized, that isn't going to kind of overwhelm them. You know what I mean? It's basically, it is ultimately, it just comes down to that principle of how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. (laughs) And yeah, like the guy is going to be served well by making a cold calling habit, right? Like if you're in a business, if you have a business or a career where direct sales is a good thing, if you build a habit of making 10 cold calls every single day, you are going to go far no matter what, right? But more importantly than helping him build the habit was just having him, giving him the psychological freedom to stop telling himself every morning, how am I going to make a quarter of a million dollars today? Because that's effectively what he was doing. He didn't realize it, but he was just waking up being like, what am I going to do? I got to make a quarter of a million dollars. What am I going to do? You know? (laughs) And so we were like, dude, this is what you've got to obsess over. How am I going to make 10 cold calls? How am I going to make 10 cold calls? And instantly the stress went away from his life because he knew knew how to do that you know he, he maybe hadn't done it before that consistently but we were able to go in and say there's nothing else that matters this is the thing just do this thing and everything will be all good and i think that you know you and i both know that habits come from the actual doing so six months into it he's probably making 10 cold calls in his sleep he's waking up in the morning he's got the 10 cold calls done and then he's like you know he's like oh what happened i just did 10 <laughs> cold calls it's like when you drive home from work you have no idea whether or not you stopped at the light or went straight through it. You know, once you get home and someone asks you, you're like, I don't know. It was on autopilot, right? Yeah. And so that's habit. And I think that people will get there with stuff like cold calls. It takes a while, but really the first step is just getting to the level of specificity where you can focus on what's right in front of you and be present because it's blowing up the ambition. It's good to have big goals, right? We all have them. Sure. to aim for those big, that Ferrari and that gold-plated jet ski and all these ridiculous things you and I keep talking about. But you have to know what you're doing today in order to move you forward. And that's kind of the ultimate principle behind that idea of specificity. Yeah, I really like that a lot. And I think that's a good point to sort of leave the guys with. And what I also hear you saying, Peter, is that coaching is just invaluable. If you want to take your life to the next level and you're like waking up like your client was, Peter, saying, oh my God, how am I going to make 250 grand? You know, how am I going to do that? How am I going to do that? And then the only action he was taking was stressing out about this idea that he has to make this certain amount of money. What you did was you, I've been exactly like that guy and just sort of lost and obsessed with an idea. And as a result, I just didn't really take action. But what you did for him is 
translate that goal into these things that he needs to do every day. And right. uh, a lot of people can't do that for themselves. A lot of people probably can, but some people can't. And I think that coaching is just so invaluable. So I know that you have a uh, website and you have this business, obviously, Commit Action, but you have something for our listeners, don't you? Yeah. So. I kind of knew when we came on here that I can get into the psychology nerd stuff for hours and hours and I knew we weren't going to hit all of these points. So, you know, we've talked about play, we've talked about specificity. Those are two actually of our five pillars of productivity that we really teach at Committed Action. And this is stuff that we just love to teach to people before we even start working with them, regardless of if we start working with them. We want everybody to be building these pillars in their lives just on their own because we're on a mission to rid the world of procrastination, to win the war on procrastination, not just the battle. So I want you to go learn that stuff. We have a video tutorial that I want to make available for free for to uh, listeners of this podcast. You guys can go sign up for it. It's just a bunch of videos that have me breaking down each one of these pillars in detail. You've heard two of them kind of in an overview already. So get the full story at commitaction.com slash alpha, A-L-P-H-A. We'll have all of that stuff waiting for you. If you go sign up there, I'm also going to drop, I'm going to give you guys an ebook just because I can. Awesome. Uh, it's, one that I, it's one that I used to sell for $47 back in the day. I took it off the market when I built Commit Action because I wanted to focus on that. But it's an ebook about overcoming fear, the kind of final entrepreneurial obstacle with a bunch of practical exercises on how to do that. It's no longer available. You can't buy it for level money anywhere, but you guys can grab it for free. And the other thing is if you opt in there, we'll send you out an email with that ebook. That's going to come directly from my personal address. So if you have a question about anything you've heard today or any of our training that we do, this isn't something that I normally do, but you can just hit me up, hit reply to one of those emails. It's going to come straight through to me. And I'm a productivity expert. I can handle your emails. I want to answer your questions because I actually love learning from people who are trying to apply this stuff. So we just want to see those five pillars get built. That's the way to do it if you want them in your lives. And yeah, that's what's up. So commitaction.com slash alpha, the ebook, the email access, and the five video training course. It's all there. But be wary. If you sign up for our course, we are procrastination killing machines. So if you procrastinate on doing our course once you sign up, We'll have a thing or two to say to you about that. <laughs> They'll come and hunt you down through the Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool, man. And I really appreciate you giving away that ebook. So guys, go to commitaction.com forward slash alpha. Sign up, especially if you're a person who's really floundering and spending your time on things that you know you shouldn't be doing yet you keep doing them anyway when you know there's these other things that you need to do to make your life better, to get it to the point that you want. So that's a no-brainer. It's free, and Peter and his team will help you get rid of your procrastination. Awesome, Peter. Thanks so much. I learned a ton, and it was very entertaining hearing you talk about the history of procrastination, why it's a factor now, and just hearing your perspective on that and what we need to do to get rid of it is just very inspiring. So, Peter, do you have any last words for any of the listeners? I just want to say that, you know, what drives us is the thought of what we would all be capable of 
if we could get rid of this procrastination beast. Humans do some really awesome things. Wikipedia has been built by about 10,000 people who are working on this just because they want to. They've been able to take the abundance of time and resources that the technology revolution has given them, the fact that they don't have to slave over a farm to produce the food that they need to survive, They've got free time and they've built this thing that's a resource for the whole of humanity, not just helping college kids like cheat on their term papers, but it's actually a really game changing resource. It's a really cool thing. We face as a civilization a lot of problems right now. And I think that the only answer is us figuring our way out of some of the problems we've created for ourselves. That's going to happen if we can take back some of what procrastination has stolen from us and put it to action. So you all have ideas that you want to see happen. You all have ambitions for yourselves. You have businesses you want to build, projects you want to create, that kind of stuff. Those things are going to make the world a better place. I know it. And I want you guys to, to figure this stuff out and make it happen because what's good for you is good for all of us. So yeah, that's why I'm here. That's why I do interviews like this. That's why I'm spreading the word because we want to defeat procrastination together. Wow. Beautifully put, eloquently stated. Peter, thank you so much for your time. Guys, all the stuff that Peter mentioned will be in the show notes, but you can go over to www.commitaction.com forward slash alpha and get it right now. So Peter, looking forward to talking again soon. Thank you so much for sharing your knowledge, your wisdom, and most importantly, your time. You've reached the end of another episode of the Alpha Man Project. Connect with us at alphamanproject.com. Your feedback is really important to us. It helps us learn, develop, and most importantly, improve our podcast for you. Give us a review on iTunes and receive a free grocery shopping list and four-week muscle-building workout. See you next episode. 